ইসমিল্লাহিরাহমানিরাহিম وقال الحاكم صحيح الاسناد صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دروشه قلبي respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home maidan-e-hashar the platform of hisab o kitab the platform of reckoning the day in which every individual will be accounted for the good and bad actions that he has carried out a day in which the individual will lose control over his own body today alhamdulillah we have control over the body parts our organs the limbs that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with but on that day insan will lose control of his body on that day the body parts the organs the limbs may testify for him or may even testify against him exactly what is described also for the holy quran hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said al quran hujjatun laka aw alayk القرآن حجة لك أو عليك قرآن on the day of قيامة in fact in the grave has the power to defend you the Quran also has the power to prosecute you to punish you to testify against you if you have lived a life in accordance to the Quran the Sunnah The Quran will intercede for you the Quran will defend you but if you have lived a life contradicting the Quran and hadith then it will punish you it will take you straight to jahannam yudillu bihi kathira wa yahdi bihi kathira abu jahal and abu lahab in the night would wake up all the kuffar would wake up in the night at tahajjud time and would stand behind the house of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the hujra 
and would want to listen to the Qiraat, the Tilawat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa But listening to the Qur'an without Iman is like performing Salah without Wuzu. Or is like going for Hajj and forgetting to take time out for the day of Arafat. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah It is all about obeying the Qur'an and obeying the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Al-Qur'an hujjatun laka wa alayk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in Surah Al-Yaseen, Al-Yawma nakhtimu ala afwahihim. This tongue that today we have that power, we, we can speak whatever we want, but on the day of Qiyamah the two lips will be sealed up. نَخْتِمُ عَلَىٰ أَفْوَاهِهِمْ مُوكُو بَنْ كَرْ دِيَا جَائِ گا مُوكِي اُوپر مَوْحَرْ لَگَا دِي جَائِ گِي نَخْتِمُ عَلَىٰ أَفْوَاهِهِمْ It's packed inside the tongue. The tongue is a powerful tool, respected brothers and elders. That is why when Hazrat Mu'adh رضي الله تعالى was sent as a governor to the people of Yemen, on the way he said to Nabi Kareem صلى الله عليه وسلم O Prophet of Allah, what advice do you give me? that I can take with me to Yemen. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Mu'az that Mu'az, look after your tongue. Look after your tongue. The tongue is a powerful tool, respected brother. That is why in another hadith, Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that if Allah blesses an individual with three na'mats, then Allah has given him great privilege. He is an honorable person. The one who is beloved to Allah. Lisanun zakirun a tongue that does the zikr of Allah. Lisanun zakirun that does the zikr of Allah, the tongue that does the zikr of Allah. Waqalbun shakirun, the heart that has the ability to appreciate, the heart that understands that this is a na'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fasajada and he is there in sajda in appreciation all the time. Everything is from Allah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Asa dil jo shukar guzar ho, asi zaman jo sahibe zikar ho. And the third one is that uh, if Allah blesses you with a wife who is obedient to you, she listens to you. Not mashallah, that Umar is laughing at me all the way. It's not mashallah, Umar. We are living in a democratic society. Don't forget that. Huh? It's all about democracy. So it's not about, you know, mashallah. Allah. It's like Gaddafi's daughter, she was out of control. Came in the newspaper. Allahu alam. Subhanallah alabeen. Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if, if these three na'mas are, are with an individual, great na'mah is given to him. Anyone for the mothers and sisters listening at home, uh, they must take time out and respect and honor the husband. Respect and honor the husband and be obedient to their husbands in the way that Sharia desires. Subhanallah alayhi That is why Shaitan tries very, very hard to take control of the tongue first. He wants to pollute the tongue first, to take charge of the tongue. The tongue is a powerful tool. You say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, by the tongue first, straight to Jannah. 
you reject la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah by the tongue you go straight to jahannam may allah save us it is this tool that is inside with security in the mouth everything locked up protecting it allah was this buzrug who in the night would make zikr of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by isme zat that is the name of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was his habit with sincerity with ikhlas all the time without any interruption every night he would say allahu ya allahu ya allahu ya like what it is in the bible alleluia 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 what is alleluia what is alleluia mushtaq alleluia is Allahu ya Allahu Allahu ya Allahu Allahu ya so the christians should come closer to islam and uh, be obedient to the quran and the hadith the teachings of nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam this buzrug who say Allahu ya Allahu Allahu ya Allahu a great wali it is said he was such a pious man that the saliva that is stored under the tongue when he does zikr especially we are making zikr even that saliva would become sweet even that saliva would taste uh, the sweetness of iman halawatul iman that is how a great buzrug he was but shaitan through the system of waswasa entered his heart and said to him are bhai ajeeb insano for years at night you are sitting Allahu, 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 Allahu what is Allahu? this is one-sided love that you are showing love is from both ends isn't it Omar? love is with both ends this is one-sided love you are saying Allahu, Allahu, Allahu has Allah replied to you Allahu? so when you when you make a telephone call you say Assalamu alaikum bhai kaise ho ji wa alaikum salam khair se aap theek hai so for years you have been saying allahu allahu has he replied to you this waswasa entered the heart allahu akbar and that made an impact on him in the days to come he lost that momentum to make the zikr of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with sincerity with ikhlas until one day he slept without chanting the name of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he, he just went to sleep did not make zikr at all but these were great people for years they have been doing mujahada allah does not leave them inna allah la yudhi'u ajr al-muhsinin in the night he saw a dream hazrat khidr alayhi salatu wassalam hazrat khidr alayhi salatu wassalam is another very powerful being uh, the companion of hazrat musa alayhi salatu wassalam mentioned in surah al-kahf in the in the last ruku last two three rukus the whole story is narrated in surah al-kahf inshallah if allah wills we we can touch on that topic one day hazrat khidr alayhi salatu wassalam was also there according to some of the ulama before the demise of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam he came to meet hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam according to some of the scholars Allahu alam is he alive is he not alive this is a bahas that the ulama uh, continue to write about and speak on hazrat khidr alayhi salatu wasalam came to him in the night and said to him allah ke bande you went to sleep without making the zikr of allah 
For years you have been doing the zikr of Allah, you went to sleep, and he explained the reason that it seems like it is one-sided love, Allah does not reply me, reply to me. What guarantee is there that Allah has accepted my zikr? A beautiful answer given by Hazrat Khizr from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said that Allah has sent me to tell you that when you take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once, and then you say again Allah, that is labbaik, that is assurance, that is sign that Allah has accepted your ibadat. Allah's name is so mighty and powerful that if He did not accept your zikr, you would not have the power to utter the word again, even once after saying Allah. But here you are with your tasbih saying, Allahu, 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 Allahu. And some do the zikr of Allah. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah, Muhammad. I mean, the zikr of Allah, it's not La ilaha illallah, unless you're going to do La ilaha illallah and then Muhammadur Rasulullah. But the full kalima is La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Great, great zikr. So Allah has accepted your zikr. Every time you say Allah, you've said hundred times, you made tasbih hundred times, two hundred times, ten thousand tasbihs you've done, twenty thousand tasbihs you've done, thirty thousand tasbihs you've done, forty thousand tasbihs you've done. This is tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah is accepting your tasbih. Straight away he woke up and started to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. The shaitan is very, very powerful, respected brother. He works very, very hard on the tongue. That he takes over the tongue. Once the tongue is taken over, Subhanallah Allahu Akbar. And every action that insan commits to in this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts it. Remember that. Guaranteed acceptance. Guaranteed. In Allah la yudhi'u ajr al-muhsineen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not discard the good actions of sincere people. He does not turn it away. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts it. Sometimes difficulties come because we are living in this world. As mentioned in Dars al-Quran, wasta'inu bi-sabri was-salah. Be patient. Have sabr. And be regular. In your salah, be patient. Patient is the key to this life. You have to have a lot of sabr. And if difficulties and hardship comes, it's only for two reasons. One, either to elevate your position in the hereafter, or two, to push you even closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Either to elevate your position in the hereafter, or to push you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. There is one lady. She had given birth to many children in her life. Many, many children. Allah is Hakim. But none of them ever remained alive for a long period of time. They would die at a very young age. It is said that Twenty of her children passed away. She buried twenty children in the graveyard. She would give birth to the child. The child would be healthy. When the child would become six or seven years of age, it would become ill and straight away he would pass away. The child would die. 
and this was with 20 children from one mother imagine the difficulty that the mother has to go through but yet very very patient very very sabira but there's a limit after burying her 20th child in the night she poured out in her dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala crying nobody is there crying and crying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bees larke aur wo bhi walida ka jo dil hota hai and especially when you see the child playing and happy six years of age is there all the time a beautiful toy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you when you see him you are happy six seven years of age twenty children pass out die crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and she falls asleep when she falls asleep what does she see? She sees that she is wandering in the courtyard of Jannat. Mashallah, now this Jamaat has become uh, citizens of Pakistan, it seems. The <laughs> 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 no, Mashallah, Khalid, you're working hard on them, what? We have to have a Nara, you know, Nara i Takbir. So people say, well, you know, Masjid Omar, Allahu Akbar. And Nara Risalat, you know. So our brothers who are Barelvis, they understand that also we are Ashik Rasul. But we say Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Subhanallah She saw a dream, she is wandering uh, in the courtyard of Jannat. Jannat. Subhanallah. A beautiful mansion. Jannat ka jo makan ho, kaisa hoga. Andala kare zara soche. Allahu Akbar. And she was just there, stunned, standing, motionless, static, looking at the beauty of that mansion. And in that mansion was written her name. Unka naam likha hua. Okay, residence, so and so. Residence, so and so. Her name was written. And she was just standing there, looking at this beautiful mansion, Allah, in her dream. And slowly an angel, a malaika came from the behind, stood in front of her and looked at the mansion and said to her, Do you know a servant of Allah, slave of Allah? Amatullah kate, kate, Amatullah, Abdullah and then you get Amatullah. That to acquire and to own a mansion in Jannat and in this Jannat and this mansion uh, a believer has to go through uh, strenuous striving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has to do great mujahada to acquire this position and to own this jannat. But it seems that you are inactive. And you haven't acquired this position through your ibadat. But yet your name is written on that mansion that you see. And that was the wish of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but Allah is merciful. Allah took examination, tested you by taking away all your children at the age of six and seven, wanting to give you and your children and your husband this position in Jannah. After saying that, she saw or mentioned me, kitna bara hoga, the children were playing and coming down from the stairs coming down, rushing down, and the Hurain were there babysitting the children. Hurain, babysitting the children. 
and the malaika are there and the angels are there young boys yatufuna in, in surah al-dahr it is mentioned wildanum mukhalladun young children were there playing with the children of this young with this lady and she counted all her children in her dream mera falah beta mera falah beta number 3 is here number 4 is here number 5 is here number 6 is here number 7 is here allah akbar number 8 is here uh, subhanallah child benefit is there child benefit to kya hai wah hai allah allah number 10 number 11 number 12 number 13 number 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 and these are all my children living in my mansion the mansion of the mother and the father and the children are so happy coming to the mother kissing the hands expressing joy the mother went down in sajda crying to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ya allah if you tested me like this for another 1000 years i am prepared to take it allah is hakeem my respected brothers taklif comes to a believer for a reason this is darut taklif taklif comes we are not to make ask for sabr we are to ask for afw and afiyat but everything is with allah subhanahu allahu la ilaha illa huwa al hayy allah is al hayy ever living allah is al qayyum the one who sustains and protects everything that is in existence la ta'khudhuhu sinatun wa la nawm allah does not sleep no sleep no slumber takes over him allah ko ung nahi aati neend nahi aati to ye ung ka galba neend ka galba ye to isa alaihi salatu was salam ko tha isliye ke wo allah ke nabi the he was a prophet he would sleep those of the qualities the sifat of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala la ta'khuzuhu sinatun wa la nawm allah does not sleep allah is with us all the time every action that we carry out he is malikul mulk the king of kings he is shahanshah he is there 24 hours whatever action we do subhanallah it it's not a secret to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allama rumi rahmatullah alayhi in his masnavi has narrated a, a, a story of sultan mahmud ghaznavi rahmatullah alayhi the great king sultan mahmud ghaznavi was a great mujahid a very long beard bahadri darish bacha subhanallah i wish all the leaders of the muslims would have or at least have that face that is mentioned in the hadith and the faces of sahaba ikram ajmain we are not saying that those who have sunna on their body are angels i'm not saying that who is pious that is with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but at least we have to follow the sunnah of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam to show love and this is one way of showing love one way of showing love hazrat sultan mahmud ghaznavi great king one day he decided that he wanted to see how his subjects were living he took off his uh, royal clothes the amama out and he told everyone that just bring to me humble simple clothes that the people are wearing in the night he put on normal clothes as he salpur pagri bandri and he left his palace heading towards the town the city by chance he met the first group of people that were there 
Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi was intrigued by how these people were talking, making mashwara. Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi is a king, and five of them are talking, making mashwara. He stops, gets close to them. Sultan Saab recognizes that these people are professional thieves. <laughs> professional thieves. Chore, right? Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi says, a knife starts. You start off by the, by the thieves. And he, he stood there in front of them listening to them. And all the five of them were talking and it seemed that they knew each other. And they didn't know this man who was there in front. They didn't know he was Sultan Saab, Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi. So they looked at him and said, who are you? Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi looked down and said, I am one of you. Kaka. <laughs> I am one of you. It's better to have six than five. They said, well, join the team. <laughs> Come along. Join us. They pushed Sultan Saab in the midst of them, making mashwira. Let's make mashwira. And the plan was a master plan. Master plan. It wasn't about that, but it was about something like that. But it was a master plan to break through Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi's palace and empty the treasures that Allah has given him. So Sultan Saab is there listening, what is going to happen? Until one of them, the clever one said, listen, we all know that we are professional thieves. But let us testify to each other, explain to each other the qualities that we have. And the first one says, well the quality that I have is that I have a powerful ear. That even if a dog in the night is barking, I can understand his language. <laughs> Those guys, the other team, this is... <laughs> this is, Allah, uh, Rumi Rahmatullah has mentioned this in the Matnavi. It's, it's not fairy tales, it's a fact. The ear that is given to me, and in those days the doctors, the physicians were so powerful that when you visit a doctor, you don't need to tell the doctor that this is the problem that I have. What they would do is they would check your pulse, and from your pulse they would tell you that you came to me for this reason. So these were professional people, so he says when the dog barks, I know exactly what the dog is saying, and every animal can communicate. Uh, you know, with each other, that, that is sabi from the Quran, Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam's kissa and the mu'ajizah of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. The other one said that I have a powerful nose. If I smell the sand, I can tell you whether the treasures are hidden underneath this ground or not. Powerful nose. The other one said I have a powerful eye. If I see someone in the night and then I see him at daytime, I can recognize him that he's the same person I saw in the night. The other one said that I have a powerful hand, powerful hand. This hand can make a hole in any wall. This hand can make a hole in any wall. It rhymes, huh? Kahin bhi ye haat lag jata hai na, to surakh ban jata hai. Kya admi hai to? Kitne bande hoi? Chaar ho gaya? Chaar ho gaya na? 
Panchwa, the fifth one, said that, oh, I have this power, I have this rope with me. With this rope I can climb any wall, however high it may be, and I can jump from it. I've got a flexible body. Mm-hmm. So everyone says, oh, what a beautiful team this is. All the allies are good here. All the allies are strong. All the allies are together. Allah Kareem. Allah Kareem. Allah Kareem to hai, Allah ne akal bhi to diya. Lekin nahi. Aisa. Lekin to Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi, now what quality have you got? <laughs> Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi to badshah che, Musabai, what will he have? Sultan sahab was Sultan sahab. Yeah, these people were great people. Like Mufti Mahmud sahab, he had an argument with one of the the, the MPs there, you know, and so Mufti Mahmud Sahib spoke against him on the minbar on a Friday. Allah, Johar, Wazir, Asa hai, you hai. So that uh, MP came to Mufti Sahib, you mullahs, you know. I wish Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had made 50 namazes first, so you would have no time to talk bad about us. Ke mehraj mein gaye, to pachas to thi pehle. Because it's five, you have the fursat to talk about it. Mufti Mahmud Sahib said that the ruhaniyat of five namazis allows us to talk like that in front of you. Imagine if 50 namaz was first, what would happen to you people? What would happen to you? This is the ruhaniyat of five namaz. If it was 50 namaz, what would happen? Inko to namaz Dono chote kutte pakre hue. Inko to kaha namaz parna? Wo kya samajhte hai? La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Unko kya maaloom? What do they know when Hazrat Bilal, when Umayyah bin Khalaf would get tired of punishing Hazrat Bilal radiyallahu ta'ala an and he would plead in front of Bilal. Bilal radiyallahu an. Just say there is no God. Allah. Hazrat Bilal would say, Ahadun kulhu Allahu ahadun Allahu samad lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakul lahu kufuwan ahad and he did not know what to do Allah Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi said to the five professionals that the power the gift that Allah has given me is in my beard what is the power that Allah has given other sahab said that well, when criminals are caught and about to get executed, if I shake my beard, I can set all of them free. <laughs> Anything happens. These were great leaders, not sellouts, you know. These were great. They didn't have a lot. They had Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were great Buzruks, Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi. Great, great people. Since the power is in my beard, if I shake it like that, that's it. Freedom is. All of them say, oh, oh you are the main person. You are VIP. Let's go. Sultan said, where are you going? We are going to the palace of Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi. Sultan said, joining them. As they got close to the palace, the one with the strong arms, one punch in the wall, 
collapse, you know, going inside. The damage was done, they stole whatever they had to take out, treasures, money, whatever, wealth. Successful. Mission? Mission accomplished. Bahir Nikle, Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi, looking at all the treasures going out from the palace, slowly turned away and disappeared. Night time, early in the morning, he called the elite guards, go and pick those five people who live so-and-so, gave them the full description. All five of them, early in the morning, were caught <laughs> and brought to the court of Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi. Sultan would sit like that, Allah and Shuyukh was sitting next to him, and everything there was with proof, witness. Sultan said, you, you don't need proof, I am the proof. The mighty Jazal. Sentence was passed that the hands should be amputated. All of them were trembling with fear. All of them. Except for the one who had sharp eyes. And he saw Sultan Mahmud Kastari. He, he had a smile on his face. He had a smile on his face. Everyone there had fear, but he wasn't. The sentence was passed. Everyone pleaded guilty, yes, we were the one who did it. But the one who had the sharp eyes says, Sultan Saab, all five of us experimented the qualities and the speciality that was given to us, we were unsuccessful. But the one who accompanied us last night, the stranger, he promised us that at difficult moments, if he was to shake his beard, he had the power to set all of us free. We asked the merciful one, the merciful king, to put forward that power that Allah has given him. Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi, when he heard from that person, and that person recognized Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi, he set all of them free, and they promised. Hazrat Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi never to steal again and later on they became pious people but Allah Marumi Rahmatullah after narrating this story says that Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi is a king, a mortal king who was there and could see thieves stealing from his mansion the treasures that Allah had given him what about us, we the Muslims when we break and violate the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is He not watching us? Is He not watching us? He is Malikil Mulk, Shahanshah. And when we break every law of the Quran and the Hadith, it is like stealing from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why my respected brothers and elders, Al-Yawma Naqtimu Ala Afwahihim. On that day the lips will be sealed up. Wa tukallimuna aydihim. And the hands will speak out. And the hands will speak out. And that day for the kuffar will be so difficult. As mentioned last week in, in the dust. That they will be punished by their own perspiration. Unka pasina unke Ek meal ke upar suraj. And they will say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Rabbi. Some of them will say, if you send us to Jahannam, that will be less painful than what we are experiencing now. In Medan-e-Hashar, they will say, if you send us to Jahannam, 
that will be less painful. That is what they think in the zam. That is what they are thinking. But this is the difficulty that they will go through. On the day of Qiyamah, the ulama has said that 129 saffs. Give me how many socks in this masjid? We haven't counted, have we Arif? We should just say someone questioned this. 129 socks. How many in one socks? Countless people, only Allah knows. 129 sufuf. That is why the famous riwayat of Hazrat Abu Sayyid al-Khudri radiyallahu ta'ala Adam alayhi salatu wassalam on the day of Qiyamah being the father of all the human beings and the father of all the prophets, Allah will say to Adam salam, take everyone, those who are the inmates of Jahannam, out from those who are the inmates of Jannat. Adam salam will say, how many people do I take out? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, from 1999 go to Jahannam. That is where we get the emergency numbers. 999 go to Jahannam. But the good news is that 999 will be from Yajuj and Majuj. And don't be despondent. Yare aap himmat na hare. Mayus na ho. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam continued with the hadith and he says, Arju anta kunu ummati rubu'u ahlil jannah. I hope that my ummat will be one fourth of the inmates of jannah. Subhanallah, one fourth. And how big is Jannah? The companions out of joy, فَكَبَّرْنَا They said, Allahu Akbar. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam stopped and he said, أَرْجُوا أَن تَكُونُوا ثُلُثَ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ I hope that inshallah my ummah will be one third of the inmates of Jannah. فَكَبَّرْنَا Sahabai Kiram Ajma'in says, Allahu Akbar. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam stopped. And he says, Arju antakunu ummati nisfa ahli jannah. I hope that my ummat will, my ummat, half of them will be the inmates of jannah. Bilahi sabo kitab. Aadeh. And how big will jannah be? The ulama have said that collectively when you, when, when all the ahadith are there, the ulama have said that two thirds of jannah will be full of the ummah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. bari jannat? Or Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ki ummah kitni jannat mein? Two, two thirds. And one third will be shared from the rest of the prophets and their ummah from Adam alayhi salam to Isa alayhi salam. Exclusively privilege is given to the ummah of Huzur alayhi salam. Two thirds of jannat is reserved only for ummah Muhammadiyah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Are we grateful to Allah or are we disrespectful? Subhanallah. That is for every individual to decide. What is the level of Iman and Taqwa that is inside him? 129 Sufuf, Madani Hashab. From 129 Saf, 80 Saf will belong to the Ummah of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. 80 Sufuf. And finally, before entering Jannat, one intihan will be taken, will be, and that intihan will be of one sajda. And again, this demands a lot of time. Inshallah ta'ala will continue with the subject next week. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله العظيم لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين برحمتك يا رحمة أبرد سيرتني لك ونما صاب we are on ميدان حشر quickly take us to Jannat quickly take us to Yeah, I won't take his, I won't mention the name because uh, a, a, a close friend and if I take anybody's name that is Shia love Alhubbulillah we should love each other for the sake of Allah not to disrespect anyone just for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so I said to him how can I just miss out on everything that is there he says no Masjid Umar people inshallah we will go to Jannah straight <laughs> all the Muslims inshallah we will go to Jannah Bilahi Sabu Kitab but we have to go through Maidan eh Hashar. The companions asked Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam, how long will that one day be? As sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that, Am seen alf, for the kuffar, for the kuffar, that one day will be equivalent to 50,000 years. So how many sessions do I need to explain to you what will happen on the day of Qiyamah? But inshallah, very soon, uh, I think he wants to go to the, to the mansions straight into Jannah. But if we talk about Jannah, we have to talk about also Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati yamma yasifun wa salamun al-musaleen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.